It's not much of a secret that I have a home field apparel problem. Even before we started this show, I couldn't even step foot on a new college campus without making sure there was something from that school's home field collection waiting on my porch when I got home. So we are, understandably, over the moon to partner with home field this season to keep Pitt fans comfy, cozy, and stylish at a fraction of the price by using promo code LOYALSONS for 15% off your next order. This discount applies site-wide and with unique vintage collections for every school from Pitt to Bama, Jackson State to Colgate, Michigan, Marshall, Marquette, and both Miamis. There's something for every fan. So whether you're buying for a Pitt fan or for a loser freak, use promo code LOYALSONS at homefieldapparel.com to save big on your next order. Each code applies once per email address, so get those work emails and burners ready. That's homefieldapparel.com. Hello and welcome back to the Loyal Sun Show. If you love Cat Flood and hate those damn dirty Cardinals from Louisville, this is the place for you. We have a volleyball special for you today. Cat Flood is back in the house. Cat, how you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? Really looking forward to some high-level volleyball on Saturday. Me too. We are so excited. Awesome. Squid is also here. Squid, hello. Hello, hello. We've been meaning to have Cat back on since when was the last time you were on? I back in the was, winter, in spring? Yeah, yeah. It yeah. Was it's been a while, but we waited for the biggest week of the season to have you back. The per- perfect moment. <laughs> we, we, you know, us and our volleyball knowledge, we looked at the schedule and we were like, well, this is exactly how things are going to break. And it only makes sense that this is going to be, you know, the the big pinnacle of the season, get mm-hmm. get everyone rallied to the Peterson for Louisville. So we we had that in mind because we are smart. Very. I agree. I think it's perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So as a, as a little bit of a recap, since we last talked, uh, the, the lady Panthers are, do you guys go by that? Or is it just normal Panthers? I mean, we can do both, but it's usually just Panthers. I know some schools like Tennessee does that, but irregardless, yeah. uh, 22 and four coming off of a huge sweep of the number eight team in the country, Georgia tech. How are the vibes? Honestly, I, to be honest, we prepared so well for the game last week. And I think that the fact that we blew them out of the blew them out of the park, basically, it was just the moment that we needed as a team to kind of get that confidence back up after we had, after we had the um, loss of Florida state, which was unfortunate, but we fought really hard. And I think we just needed to, um, dig deep and really find that like the fire and the flame that we had exactly that we had on Friday um, to get us going for the game that we have this weekend, which is going to be one of the most telling games of the season. Yeah. You've had a lot of very close, like high intense stress matches this year. Do you think that's prepared you for the end of the season? Some of these big matches with ACC on the line. Oh, totally. Um, I think one of the things that, 
the ACC can pride itself on this year is how many teams are just so good and willing to play up to a level that we've been playing at for two, three years now. And it's fun to watch um, how we're growing into more of the top power five rather than like the Big Ten, the SEC, um, and all of that stuff. And I think that five setters is exactly what we need to prepare for the tournament and long games like that, especially since we have such a young lineup and starting lineup. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, the ACC, bit of a murderer's row this year. Uh, Number four, Louisville. uh, Your number seven, Pitt Panthers. Georgia Tech at nine. Uh, Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And that about rounds, oh, 25, Florida State. So four in the top 25. And Pitt is right there in the regular season championship picture. Just a... Uh, a game, half a game back from Louisville, Florida State. Uh, so you guys have the ACC championship within reach, uh, at least the the regular season. Um, what what needs to happen for Pitt to take the top spot? So, to my understanding, since Florida State, since Florida State did unfortunately beat us, um, and I give all credit to them because they're a great team and they fought really hard against us, but um, they have a lighter schedule than we do for the second half of the season. So I think they automatically get that um, the first place spot. And so we'll have to play Louisville on Saturday. And I think this is a big determinant and who is going to get first and who's going to get second. So I think coming out of this game, whoever wins, hopefully it's us. Um, we'll be the first to tie with Florida state. So do you hate Louisville? I don't think I hate them. <laughs> I don't think I hate them. I hate how good they are because it is always just like the most like teeth gritting, like, oh, nervous. Like my, I've been nervous the whole week about this and I'm so excited, but it's like the nerves that are like literally anything could happen because I feel like we play at the exact same level and they have so many good players and we have so many good players and their coach is great and our coach is great. It's just, it's just like a head on. They called it like the iron sharpens iron or something like that mm. in their last one. And so I think mm. that the team's trying to come up with something with like steel and that'll be really fun to see. Cause you two are top two in the ACC for a while now. Every time you meet like a heavyweight showdown. Gosh. Yes. They called it like Ali versus I don't even know. And it was just it Ali I was versus like, Ali. Yeah. It, you, Ali. it literally is. But yeah, no, it'll be really fun. But it's always just God, the nerves going into it are crazy. I really hope we're the Muhammad Ali and Ali versus Frazier, who is uh-huh. who we're looking for there. Yes. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's a bit, you you had some you shared some thoughts on Louisville uh, the the first time we met when we first spoke. So I, I I was planning to ask if this is if this game is personal for Cat Flood, but it seems like you've softened your position on Louisville a little bit. I don't know if I'm softening my position. I think I am just growing to appreciate <laughs> competition. <laughs> um, I think it, it's more personal on a more personal level for me, just because it will be potentially the last time we play. I play them. And I know that like, we don't play Penn state ever. So this is like our rivalry. This is like, who's the bigger cat in the ACC kind of thing. I don't know, but yeah. So they had your number the last time you, faced off this season what's going to change this time to make the Panthers come out on top 
Yeah, so I just I just think that we went into the game a little bit bold. We had a little bit too much confidence, and we always talk about being like having a lot of swag, having that like the whether what kind of your swag do you have, or like what do you think you are as a player swag wise? And I think we had a little bit too much, and so we weren't undermining the game, but we overestimated how how the game was going to roll out, and then they came out firing, and we were like, whoa, this is just not. This is like, this isn't how we play right away. Like we weren't expecting this. Like they haven't played, I guess, like this strong all season. And then we just, I think we just kind of let them um, take over the game. But on Saturday, we've been watching video. We've been doing stuff in practice for them. We've just been talking about it for weeks. And I just know that like in everybody's hearts, like this is personal for a lot of the fifth years. This is personal for me. This is personal for the coaches. And it's more personal now that we have the ACC on the line too. Um, So I think there's a lot more, um, to lose, even if it's like a hard fought match, you know? So is it, is it possible to play with too much swagger? Is that what you're saying? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You can think, you can think you have it all until a, like another team will play it to your level and you're so overconfident and they start playing as well as you do. And you're like, dang, they have the better swag than we did they were the underdogs and we talk a lot about like underdog mentality, you know? So, yeah. We've, we've talked a lot about mentality. Um, the, the two times that we've had you on. And I, I recall last time um, we talked about killer instinct being a hunter yeah. um, and, and how that's going to be the difference between a final four appearance and a national championship. Absolutely. Do you feel that right now the team uh, mentally is in the place it needs to be to break through that glass ceiling. Mm-hmm. I think I, if I'm being totally honest, like I said before, I think the Georgia tech thing was just like, we are the hunter. Like we are the killers. Like we are going to go out. Yes. What we want. Like we feel confident. Like this, this is exactly what we're going to do, how we're going to do it. And it's how it's going to go. And if we get down a little bit, like we know how to claw our way back to the top. Um, and so I just I just think that it's like our mentality is so different than it was two months ago when we played them, especially since our freshmen have more experience. And Olivia got national player of the week and Tori's gotten freshman of the week and Rachel's gotten setter of the week. It's just like everything that um, we've been working towards is going to, I think, in a show on Saturday. So let's let's talk about Saturday if we haven't been already. Uh, yeah. So th- this game, you know. The University of Pittsburgh is doing a lot to promote it. It's in the Peterson Events Center, and we're trying to set the Pitt women's volleyball attendance record. Mm-hmm. Uh, so does that add a lot of extra pressure, or do you think having you know a packed Peterson Events Center uh, is, is going to contribute in terms of momentum and the atmosphere, and, and we're going to see you know some top-flight volleyball? Yeah. I mean, the last time I think we sold out the Pete, was when we played Penn State, and I think we were unranked. This might have been like six years ago, and we took them in five. I think that just the atmosphere and the peat and like the aspect of the zoo and having all of the seats filled is just going to add like that little bit more of pressure. And we always talk about how pressure is a privilege, and I think that pressure makes us perform better. Like we like the bigger stage kind of thing. Yeah, it seems like this team isn't afraid of pressure in those like high stake situations. I mean, how many reverse sweeps did you have this year? 
Man, I well, the one that I'm remembering off the top of my head was Georgia Tech. Um, that mm-hmm. was in the fits though, and that was a full game, like packed house around the court where people. It was just like that crazy, like we need to do this. There are so many people here. Like they came to support us. We want them to come back. Like this is mm-hmm. we're not losing this kind of thing. Um, I don't know. I don't know if we've had any other reverse sweeps, but typically when we go in the reverse route, it doesn't go very well. Question. Question. Uh, yeah. What is a reverse sweep? Oh, yeah. Sorry. So a reverse sweep is when you lose, lose the first two sets and then you come back and win the last three. So we we did that with Georgia Tech. Yeah. Oh, that's that's cool. So you're you're in down down oh two. Yeah. That's does that happen a lot? I never thought anything of it. I don't know why, because everybody kept saying like that was a huge reverse sweep, like that never happens. And I started thinking about it and I was like, I think you're right. I don't I don't really know if we've ever came back and reverse sweeped anyone. It, at least in like a major game like that, in my opinion. Cause it's it's hard. Like once you get your confidence up after winning two sets, it's like kind of you're like, Oh, it's in the bag. But I guess the the fight is what matters. <laughs> they say that uh a two goal lead is the worst lead in sports in hockey and yes. soccer in mm-hmm. a third sport with goals. I don't know. Water polo probably. Yeah. 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 Uh, so it, is there like a psychological aspect to being up two sets where. Oh yeah. It's similar. Um, yeah. I just think that it puts a lot of pressure on the opponent to um, not like some people say like they're playing not to lose. And so it's kind of like adds that nervous aspect of how like we're down 2-0 if we lose a set, it's over. And then there's a lot of like ifs and if this happens or what if. Um, And I think it's just you just need to play. And there's not a lot of teams that have learned how to do that yet. But I think that with all the five setters that we've been to, even if it results in a loss, it's like we know what to do. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So back to the momentum of volleyball. If the fit, excuse me, if the peat is packed, Mm-hmm. I think volleyball is maybe one of the most momentum-based sports just because of how like intense every set is, just getting yeah. spikes left and right. It's gonna be demoralizing. Uh yeah, 100%. Especially when we played in the what the Louisville version of RP, which is the Yum Center. It's like there are thousands of people <laughs> here watching us just get annihilated. And it was just like it, it, if you put yourself in Louisville shoes, it's great for them. Like they had the home advantage and then we're going to have the home advantage now. So it's kind of going opposite. I forgot Louisville plays at the Yum Center, which I think is just the most absurd thing to call anything. Well, they usually play in, it's called the L&N and then they have their big games in the Yum Center, which I think the is yum. the Yum. The Yum, Yeah. yeah. It must be pretty intimidating to walk into the the fucking yum. Yeah. We were like, oh, wow, this is bigger than the Pete. It's a lot darker than the Pete. And we're like, "Uh uh-oh. But it's so fun to just be able to play in other teams' big stadiums. And, like, they consider us worth their, like, biggest stage. Yeah. Yeah. Like, moving out of the typical volleyball venue and into, like, the basketball arena. Yes. What's your, your favorite venue you've played at, you know, Pittsburgh notwithstanding? Gosh, that's hard. Um, oh my god, easy Wisconsin. Are you kidding me? That was like I've dreamed. I'm from Chicago. You you guys probably know this, but I've always dreamed of playing like a Midwest game, 
And I've always been like, Wisconsin would be so fun, but it was just so out of our reach. And it's like the region based for the tournament doesn't really work out. And when it happened to work out last year, I was like, finally, this is going to be so fun. Um, And it was so fun. But in the ACC, I don't know. That's hard. I do like, um, we like playing at Georgia Tech. It's loud. It's tiny. It's like everything you kind of want in a smaller gym. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I don't really have a favorite except for, the Fitz, Georgia Tech, Wisconsin, yeah. Now, do you uh, do you get to see the places you travel to games for? Or is it pretty much a business trip where they get you into the stadium and then it's time to get on the bus or the plane back home? We used to always ask football players like what their favorite city to play in is, and we quickly found out like, yeah, we're yeah. there for about game time plus an hour, and then we're out. Do you do you get to ever? kind of see atlanta chapel hill so it really depends like uh it's definitely a business trip we treat it like a business trip like we only mean like to do serious stuff and um yeah but sometimes we just get lucky and we'll have like an extra um like hour or two to spare and it's not like he's it's like we're in miami so we went we went and like visited a few of the places like we went and got dinner in Wynwood. um and then we were in downtown Chicago and we got there early. So we got to walk down in downtown Chicago. But usually I want to say in past years, it's been like strictly business, like hotel, meeting room, um, the practice facility, the gym, watching film, all of that stuff. But that's still done. It's just except for when we have that like little bit of extra time. Did you uh, did you get to play tour guide in your native Chicago? I did. <laughs> I definitely did. I was so happy to be home. Um, it was a little bit heartbreaking, though, because we played at Loyola, Chicago, which is literally 15 minutes away from my house. And we stayed in a hotel that I drive past when I would drive to high school. And I couldn't go home, which is totally okay, which is totally normal. But I was like, this is kind of sad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it was fun to because some of the girls on our team haven't been to Chicago ever. So it was fun to be around them and seeing how much I loved it. Did you at least like get to show, take everyone to, I don't know if you were a fan of hot dogs or when I went to uh, <laughs> Chicago more recently, the beef. Oh, the Portillo's beef. Yes. So good. Um, we, so we did deep dish pizza. Oh yeah. I mean, that's a staple. That was an ad. That was a must. And people have had hot dogs. People have kind of had Italian beef, but you don't have Chicago deep dish pizza all the time. So we went that route. Chicago is a great, great city for food that makes you like feel like you ran a mile when you lay down on the couch later. Yes. It's, oh, it's so, I love going home, but I just get, my mom is also a great cook. I just get stuffed. Like we'll go out to eat. I'm stuffed. We eat at home. I'm stuffed. It's just like, there's no in between because everything is so good. But yeah. It's dangerous. Dangerous for sure. <laughs> See, but you're an athlete, so you get to do like the Michael Phelps diet, and and it doesn't matter for you. We are old people who sit a lot, so um, I I had a donut the other day and uh, had to plan a follow up appointment with my doctor. So uh-huh. cherish that. Well, I, I won't. I only have another year and a half. I it won't be for the rest of my life, and I'm going to forget that at some point. So yeah. So you, you do have another season of eligibility. I do have another season of eligibility, and that is up in the air. Ooh. A little bit of a cliffhanger. Well, I'm going to leave it as a cliffhanger. 
Okay. I don't okay. have to be a surprise on what happens. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's very scary. But at least we found a way back to volleyball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it may or may not be your last ride in a pit uniform. For those that may not have been to a game this year, watched the game this year, mm-hmm. give them the scouting report on what they're going to see from the Pitt Panthers volleyball team. Um, from For the game on Saturday? Yeah. What do you mean? The rest of the way. What oh, what, what should way. we expect? You, we're, we're we're selling the people on showing up to the Pete oh, on Saturday. Man. You should expect a lot from us. I think that we just got that fire. Uh, I think it's just going to be – I think we could go all the way, if I'm being totally honest. We look awesome. We're meshing really well, not only as teammates but as, like, sisters, as we call it. Um, the coaches are pushing us, like, really hard, and it just feels so great to be in the gym in such a high level. And I expect that Tori is going to perform well. Olivia is going to perform well. Rachel's going to perform well. Emmy's going to dig every ball. We all just have like such high expectations. And I can't wait to have like Emma Monks in our middle, who's a fifth year, and then Chia, who's a fifth year. I can't wait to end their seasons with just like a bang. So, you know, we we talked last uh, last time a lot about. Um, you know, the, the little difference that, that, you know, the difference between making a final four and a national championship. And we talk so much about mentality. Uh, how do you think this team is, you know, different than it was last year? You know, what, what is the extra? And we, we talked about mentality a little bit, so, you know, feel free to shelf that one, but uh, you know, how is this team different and, and why are the results going to be different come December? Yeah, I think that um, last year we had a lot of like knowledge and weathered players who had been through it all. Um, and I think this year we have we still have those, but we also have like the youth and we have the, the depth. Like we don't have like a weak link on our team, whether they're on the court all the time or whether they're on the bench. Like we know anybody can go in and step up in that moment exactly. Um, and I don't know if that's necessarily just mentality, but it's also play levels. Um, like we just had, we just did jump testing today and Olivia touched 10 foot seven. And then we had Blair Bayless touching 10 foot six and a half or 10 seven. And then other girls were at 10 four, 10 five. And it's just, we've never had like this physicality aspect as well as the mental. Cause we've prided ourselves a lot in being like the shorter more physical team but we're really now we have the mental we have the physical we have the 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 height we have the depth it's just like everything is adding up so well my dumb brain uh the second you started saying those heights i was like oh you could dunk a basketball oh she could dunk a basketball oh she could dunk a basketball yeah it's it's insane so do you, do you guys ever measure like verticals or is it just the highest point you can get to? We do mostly, it's called the Vertec. Um, it's just the, how high you can touch. I, I don't think necessarily like vertical, like floor to foot is huge in volleyball because you're reaching a lot. So, yeah. Fair. So it sounds like we have a more athletic, more locked in team this year from, from oh, what yeah. I'm gathering. Yeah. When we, we've, more athletic, more locked in. And we have the best strength coach ever who's just been pushing us. And she's made it a, our lifting schedule kind of in the way that you're peaking in December. 
So like everybody's vertical is we, a lot of people PR today on jumping. And this is when a lot of teams are dropping their verts a lot because they're getting halfway through season or they're finishing out season and their bodies aren't great. But we feel, I think we feel the best we've ever felt right around this time. Well, that's good. Cause I, I know beforehand we, we talked about uh, injuries a little bit yeah. and you know, you, you, you train so that that sort of stuff happens, but it sounds like there was some kind of freak freak incidents and mm-hmm. it has uh, has resulted in, you know, a, a couple people missing the remainder of the season, but it's also resulted in uh, maybe a little bit more op- opportunity for yeah. our favorite volleyball player, Cat <laughs> Flood. Can you talk about that a little bit or are we keeping that under wraps until, you know, the big game on Saturday? No, we can talk about it. Um, we lost uh, one of our newbies, Bree Kelly, who's a transfer from Florida, and she was going to be a huge game changer for us. She's got the vert. She has the physicality. She's speedy laterally, and she's probably one of the best medals we've gotten, but she just came down, and it's known to the public that she was out for the season. Um, and she's walking now. She's doing great, um, and I think her recovery is going really smoothly, but I've had to step in to that middle role as I'm obviously a serving sub and I play defense usually, and I'm also more of an outside. So I'm playing left front and I'm hitting higher balls and I'm playing in the back row, but middle is all about blocking and reading the, um, reading the hitters on the other side, reading the setter. Um, and it's not a lot of what I've been doing. And so six years ago when I played middle, I probably would have been great at this, but I'm kind of learning through the process um, right now. And I, I love it. I'm, I love blocking. I'm a pretty, I'm a very physical player. I trust my, senses in the middle I trust my blocking skills I can read the setter um pretty well but what I do miss is playing defense a lot like I love I love passing I love digging balls I love serving that's not something I'm getting a lot of in practice um which is totally okay because I know I can still perform in a game wherever that may be (laughs) it's just like riding a bike yeah yeah a, a little slow toddler bike when your feet don't really reach the pedal. <laughs> and you're yeah, kind of and you're like going downhill like super fast. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I just I'm really thankful that the coaches trust me out of everybody on the team to just switch the positions, and so that says I took pride in it just because it says a lot about how they feel about me, which I which I love. Coach Fish, he trusts his players. Yeah, he does. He really does. I d- don't know where I. I don't know where I'd be without him, if I'm being totally honest. But yeah. So you you mentioned the last time we spoke that uh, when you came to Pitt, you kind of taught, not taught yourself, but had to reframe uh, your, I don't know how to word what I'm trying to say. So everyone just bear with me for a second. You were, you were not originally... Um, a, a serving specialist, but you saw that there was a need on the team and an abundance of, uh, you know, athletes that played positions you were accustomed to. Now it sounds like you're you're going back to where you played more in high school. Is that something that kind of atrophies, or um, you know, are those skills that atrophy, or is that something you can just kind of jump back into, like as uh, Squid alluded to, riding a bike? Yeah. Um, I'm, I don't know. At first I was like, oh gosh, like this is going to be, this is going to be interesting. And then I was like, wait, I've been here for four years. I watch our middles. I can hit a ball. I know how to block. I can jump pretty high. I'll figure it out. Um, and it's kind of, it was just like the process of getting, um, 
those like quick lateral movements that I'm not used to in the outside whatsoever um, and reading the setter and stuff like that. But it's, it really is like riding a bike. Like a week ago, I wasn't doing things that I was doing today. Um, so I guess it is a little bit of atrophy if you, if you'd put it that way. Um, Cause I'm not totally relearning. I'm just learning how to do it again. Shaking off the cobwebs. Yeah. Shaking. Exactly. Shaking off the cobwebs. Is there we go. There we go. That's there a, that's go. a great spin on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kat, thank you once again for joining us. We we love having you around. Um, before we let you go, we're we're gonna make everybody get in their feels real quick. Uh, so you know, as you, you mentioned earlier, this may or may not be Cat Flood's final ride with mm-hmm. the Pit Panthers. What are you going to? take with you the most from your time in Pittsburgh, whether at the university in the city or with the team. That's it. Thinking back on it, it's just to know where I am right now and the position I came in in the beginning, like we survived a global pandemic and all of that stuff kind of went awry. And I like looking from my freshman year till now, I would have never believed that this is where we were. Um, I think that one of the most important things that I've learned here just in general with the university and with volleyball is like grit and God are like my two things. Um, That's always what I say. I freshman year is a pretty dark place for, I know every student athlete who was a COVID athlete. And I think that my grittiness and where I found God with my teammates, with my coaches, with the support of my, um, with this thing called Panther fellowship at school is just like, I wouldn't be who I am without both of those things. Um, and like looking back on it, I'm so proud of everything that I've been a part of, whether it's with the team or whether it's just my leadership positions throughout the university on like on our SAC board um, with just our student athletic advisory committee, with my um, fellowship group or being a senior on the team and girls look up to me even. Um, and like with the fan base and the camps and all of that stuff, I just... I just think that I wouldn't have wanted to do it any other way. And I have literally zero regrets on playing here or being at this school, even if it was people called me crazy when I committed when I was 16 and I was going to Pittsburgh. Like now I'm just like, yeah, heck yeah, I went to Pittsburgh and this is what I did and you're never going to be able to do it. So, yeah. Who's chopping onions? Uh, It's getting misty in here. Yeah, it was a mess. (laughs) Well, Kat, thank you so much for joining us tonight. To take us out, the floor is yours. Panther Nation is listening. Every single Pitt fan in Pittsburgh and beyond is listening right now, believe it or not, all couple million of them. Mm-hmm. So if for all whatever reason they don't have tickets yet, tell them why they should and take us home. So Pitt Volleyball needs you this weekend on Saturday at 1. We are playing Louisville. It's going to be our biggest game of the season. We're going to absolutely sell at the Peterson Event Center. If you haven't been to a volleyball game, this will be the best first game you've ever been to. Um, there's going to be free canes. I believe there's going to be T-shirts. Yo. There's going to be giveaways. There's going to be all this stuff. And in the end, you're going to get to watch us win, and you might be able to get to see a national championship play too. So um, a national champion play. Um so, yeah, we need you. We need you loud. We need you all pride, pit, blue, and yellow. And then hopefully we'll see you then. I'm ready to run through a wall. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Cat, 
good at these yet. <laughs> no, that was that was like a WWE promo. Like I that was that was great. That was okay, great. Okay. Uh, every all the millions out there, everybody is psyched up for this mm-hmm. game on Saturday. Cat, yeah. thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Best of luck on Saturday. And hail loyal sons of Pittsburgh. Hail. Thanks guys for having me. And that's going to do it here for the Loyal Sun Show. The incredibly handsome and talented Dylan, David, and Squid are signing off. Until next time, Panther fans, H2P.